Good morning. This is Ray Dove, Remax Real Estate with Real Estate Keeping It Simple. Thanks for listening in. And as promised, I've got another guest speaker this week. I'll let her introduce herself. I always call her Maria K because it's short for her last name, which I have a hard time pronouncing. But she's with Kidderworth Law Firm, and they specialize in credit repair and credit help. So I thought it'd be good to chat with her again. She's been on the podcast in the past, talked about some basic things. I wanted her to enlighten you a little bit more about some of the things that the average credit repair company or the credit repair services you see online, or even some of the mortgage lenders, when they suggest credit repair, uh, what is so different about her company and their services, and what does it mean to you, the consumer, in terms of the laws and how to work within that, uh, what kind of detail they do in terms of your credit reports to help you. And what does it mean when you uh, are trying to get a loan and you have your credit report looked at uh, several times in a short period of time? What does all that mean? So with that said, I'll kind of turn over to her a little bit. She'll explain what her company I'll ask her some questions as we go along. And hopefully you'll walk away from this podcast today thinking, wow, you know, I can use some extra help. I need to get my credit score up so I can get a lower interest rate, maybe not be required to put down such a big down payment on on buying a house. So with that said, welcome, Maria. Thank you, Ray. I'm Maria Kolesnikov. See, it's easy. Kolesnikov. (laughs) Maria K. (laughs) I'm uh, account executive at Keyboard Group, uh, and we are a law company and we do deal with the credit repair, so we are professionally audit credit bureaus, collection agencies, and credit creditors, initial creditors, in order to help you consumers to improve your credit score. So when you say you audit the credit report, so you actually, you and your firm, are able to go in and really get all the details of someone's credit report as it's reported by the major credit companies? So basically what we do, we are looking at the full credit report of the consumer. We are able to see full picture from all three credit bureaus, not only the accounts, but also hard inquiries, also public records. So we take into consideration all the information that is there and we tech we go after everything that might deteriorate your score and when i say we audit we basically what we do is we're utilizing federal laws and we know what things are deteriorating the score so basically we take case by case we correspond with all the bureaus and um, creditors and collection agencies uh, we are sending requests, and that's according to the law, asking them to validate the information that they're reporting to credit bureaus. Okay, so when you say according to the law, from what I understand, there's a, the law that she might be referring to, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but the biggest law is the Fair Debt Collections Act. And most people don't realize that that's there to help protect the consumer. And so that's what your law firm actually does is, is work within the guidelines is set forth in that law so the exactly. consumer understands their legal rights to people trying to make claims against them. Is that correct? Exactly. So, yeah, we do utilize this law um, mainly, uh, Federal Debt, sorry, <laughs> Fair Debt Collection <laughs> Act, because by that a- um, act, 
Each consumer has a right to get the information from the creditor that will validate that he owns the money. Right, and when I exactly. understand if it's not validated, they, they have to get it removed from the credit exactly. report. Exactly. So if you do that, you're able to raise your credit score. Exactly. Now, I'd heard a couple of weeks ago, you happened to mention it, somebody else did too, that the biggest fear when buying a home is everybody wants to shop for interest rates. And I get that. You get online and you see an interest rate, you type in a few numbers and you think, oh my gosh, I can get 3%. The sad part is until you do a full credit report, no lender, whether it's online or in person, can give you an accurate interest rate estimate because they don't know what your credit report looks like. Long-term debt, revolving debt, what does that look like? And then once they get that and how much money you use as a down payment, then they can determine really what the interest rate is going to be and what the cost is for you to acquire that interest rate. So you might get a lower interest rate, but it might cost you more in loan discount fees. Or you might get a little bit higher interest rate with lower discount fees. But somebody had mentioned, and I want you to verify this for the listeners, is that if, if you make a credit application with lender A, and then a week later you do it with lender B, and then two weeks later you do it with lender C, does that affect your credit rating when you're trying to get the best interest rate while you're trying to shop for a loan. I'd heard that if it's within a short period of time, like within the first 30 days, that it really doesn't have that much effect on the credit. Is mm-hmm. what, what is the, the rule there? So uh, you are absolutely correct. So if you're shopping for financing within 30 days window, meaning that uh, you go to different creditors with the same with one uh, purpose, and you're looking for more or less the same amount of money, uh, that will be considered as a one inquiry. Although you will see on your credit report, you know, all the creditors you have been talking to, but in the way the credit bureaus calculate your score, that will be uh, um, considered as a one hard inquiry. Whereas, uh, in the con- in the contrary, if you go shopping, you know, uh, to one uh, mortgage broker in January, then to another in February, to another in March, so that will hit you three times. Okay. That will be separate hard inquiries. Okay, so that's yeah. good to know. So I do know that even in my own credit reports, I I get what you folks call soft inquiries. Mm-hmm where maybe my insurance company is looking to see if my credit score is. Or if I have a car loan or revolving credit with a financial institution, they sometimes would just double check my credit to see what I'm doing. Does that pull down my credit or is that truly what's called just a soft touch by those existing creditors? Yeah, so uh, you actually will not be able to see soft inquiry on your credit report. You only see hard inquiries, the ones that are affecting your score. The ones where I'm actually trying to go out and borrow more money. Uh, correct, but yet every time you go uh, anywhere, even if you're trying to move to another internet supplier, just make sure and ask them what type of inquiry they do. Okay. Because they're gonna pull your credit, and just make sure that you know when you agree to pull, uh, when you give your consent, that they will your credit make sure it's hard or soft and take a decision there if you want to do that or not okay. 
Now, your firm, your company, from what I understand, is more fee-based. So, mm-hmm. meaning the consumer, if they want to hire you to do a thorough job on their credit report mm-hmm. and help them uh, clean up the credit report, which in turn will hopefully raise their credit score, uh, you're fee-based. Uh, so, you want the consumer to pay an initial fee up front and a fee as you go along the way, where mm-hmm. some of the lenders out there claim that they can help get someone their credit scores. But my guess is that they're not really dealing with the laws per se. They're just trying to find these so-called shortcuts of trying to increase the credit by way of doing something with utility bills or doing something with your existing revolving credit cards. What is all that? That sounds like I don't understand and I'm in the business. So there are several approaches there. Uh, Some credit repair companies, they help you to dispute information on your credit report. And by disputing means basically that you are uh, corresponding with the credit bureau saying that you do not recognize the information on your credit report. It doesn't belong to you, so please remove it. That would be the dispute. Uh, The other way of increasing the score, and I know that um, Experian offers that, uh, they do add uh, utility bills on your report as a as a as another account in a good standing that shows that you're paying on time, but it doesn't really increase score drastically, and it you will see that only at one bureau. So if Experian does that, uh, TransUnion and Equifax will not show that. And okay. like Experian claims itself that it, it might raise your uh, credit score maybe 10, 20 points. So, but it's still good. It's still good. It still adds to your uh, credit history, but don't expect major change there. Okay, do you think the buying public, the consumer, should rely uh, on Credit Karma or other apps like that that can show you your credit score at a glance? Is that really an in-depth credit mm-hmm. score? Will a lender use Credit Karma to qualify them for a loan mortgage? Uh, as you know, Credit Karma is free app and the um, landlords will not use that and you have to be aware that uh, Credit Karma first of all shows just two bureaus not three uh, and sometimes they are not using all the information that you have on your credit report and sometimes uh, they use information that is outdated so uh, what we suggest is that when you look thoroughly on your credit bureau and uh, on your credit report, and we do offer um, that service as well, when you know that everything is okay with your credit, you can use Credit Karma just to monitor things there. But don't be surprised if uh, your lender pulls your credit and it would be different from what Credit Karma shows. Right, because the, the, the lender is going to have three different credit reports to make a exactly. decision based and upon that. Yeah. So if someone wanted to reach out to you, mm-hmm. is there an initial consultation fee or will you at least sit and chat with somebody mm-hmm. to find out what their game plan is before you say, hey, this is our fee structure? How, do you, how, how does your company work with all this? So there is... A very simple process in place. Uh, we chat with the client first. We learn what they are trying to accomplish with repairing the credit, what are their goals, and then we 
look at the uh, credit report together. Uh, we go very thoroughly through it, through all the accounts, through all the inquiries and public records and everything that is there. And uh, then we talk what could be done by the client, by the consumer himself, how can he or she improve the situation before we come and play uh, into the before, game. Before you start charging a fee of for course. additional services to dig deeper. Exactly. So the client yes. does have some responsibility to help in their cause by helping clear up some of the things that might be, maybe uh, one time on my credit report, uh, they had the same home mortgage on there three times on the same house. <laughs> The loan taken out at the same time, the same dollar amount. I was like, why is it on there three times? So at first glance, you think, holy cow, I've got three mortgages going on at the <laughs> same time. So the uh, so that can be problematic. So it's good to know that they can at least reach out to you. Yeah. Uh, and sadly, you know, in today's world, I mean, everything's being bought and sold online. Uh, you know, I don't know how many times uh, I have to deal with the fact that someone's trying to make a purchase on my credit card, and then I got to shut down the credit card, get a new credit card. It's kind of a hassle, but it's a good thing because at least my credit card companies are paying attention to fraudulent activity, and sadly they have to take care of the loss. But even with that said, you know, uh, information comes into the credit reporting agencies, and, and it can be wrong. And it doesn't hurt to look at that periodically, especially if you've had a death in the family, you've had a divorce, uh, you've been unemployed for a while. You should at least look at your credit score once, twice, every two years to at least see what misinformation, if any, is on there. Would that be a fair estimate of how often somebody should look at their credit report? I know I'm guilty of not looking at it until <laughs> it's time to apply and then they say, your credit score is this, and I'm like, wait a minute, I haven't been laid on anything. But they look at so many different factors, right? And now they're changing the rules on that. What are the new rules of how they're going to judge the credit score? Do What do you hear on that front? Yeah, they say they're changing uh, FICA score and the way they're going to calculate the credit score, but uh, usually credit bureaus, they they don't give you the exact formula, so it's really hard to say, you know, how exactly uh, it's going to affect you. Sure, because they don't want people to game the, exactly. the system. Exactly. <laughs> hey, here's, exactly. A, here's a cheat code, <laughs> and then well, you can change your credit scores. Well, I think the one misnomer, if you're thinking about buying a house, is that, you know, believe it or not, there are loans out there that you can get with low credit scores in the 600s. So certainly you get a, a loan in the 700s and of course your 800 credit score uh, you, you're kind of the pick of the litter uh, but if you don't have an 800 score you certainly shouldn't be sitting home saying oh my gosh I can't buy anything because my credit score is bad it could just be misinformation it could be that you have a credit line open that's uh, 20,000 and you owe a thousand dollars on it you've been making all the payments in a timely fashion but the credit bureaus right they they look at that and say oh my gosh they could charge an additional 19,000 so they consider that a potential risk when they look at that do they not um, so do you recommend having people paying off their credit cards to get the, the uh, help increase their credit mm -hmm. score? So what we do recommend is that the uh, people keep their balance, the balances on their credit cards not higher than 25% of a credit limit, but we also do recommend that you keep at least a little bit there, so not a zero, because it's also about the banks who are er kind of earning money on that and you know reporting uh, correct information to the bureau so the best 
the best uh, way to do that is to keep your balance between zero and 25%. It doesn't mean that you cannot spend on the credit card more than 25% of uh, the credit limit. It means that by the time the balance closes, your balance should be not higher than 25%. So you just pay off uh, the rest of the balance. Okay. All right. Well, that's good to know. So my recommendation here is if you have any questions, you got some concerns, uh, or you want to uh, game plan on how you might best put yourself in a position to be a strong buyer in our marketplace here, uh, I would reach out to Maria and her company. At least sit down over a cup of coffee and look at your credit report and see what, if anything, can be done to help enhance that experience while you're looking to buy a home. I would start there for sure. So, Maria, how would they contact you? So, my direct phone line is 206-926-9046 or mariak at kidworthgroup.com. That's my email. So, both ways are great to reach out to me. Okay, well, reach out to her, introduce yourself, and say you heard about her and listened to her on my podcast. They give me a brownie point or two. She doesn't, this isn't a paid advertisement. I just thought it'd be good information, at least get you thinking about uh, your credit beyond credit karma. And I think uh, Maria and her company would be best well suited to get in-depth help for you as opposed to relying on a lender that says they can help you credit-wise and that's really not the case and there's no quick fix to increasing credit like so many people claim. So thanks for visiting this week. Thank you for having me, Ray. Hey, you bet. And uh, once again, it's Ray Dove, Remax Eastside Brokers, a real estate, keeping it simple. Uh, next week, I'm either going to have a lender here uh, speaking uh, about what's going on in the current uh, mortgage uh, business in terms of interest rates, loan programs. So that'll help you. And then the week after that, uh, you know, when you buy uh, your, your new home, which might be an older home or it could be a newer home, I'm going to have a gentleman come in and talk to you about blinds and window coverings. I mean, yeah, on a new home, in most cases, it's got no window coverings, and you certainly need window coverings beyond newspapers or <laughs> sheer curtains. And on an older home, you might love the home, but maybe they didn't upgrade the, the, the Venetian blinds that have been in the home for 30, 40 years. So he would be a good resource. He's uh, very good at what he does. So once again, uh, thanks for listening. Have a great week. Ray Dove, REMAX Eastside Brokers, 425-681-8630.